What about like good or bad DM as far as like advice or like does it not matter? Because I've heard a lot of girls also say like if the guy's good looking and like he could say whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's like, true. Like, first thing, if you're fall, if I see 20 girls in a row on your following list, the first thing I see, like automatically, you're out. I have now. a teammate broke his finger. The bone was protruding from the finger. Kept playing, like finished the drive because you didn't want to leave. Got the surgery and then like put a pin, whatever. Like a week or two later, like he's back in. Put like a thing. Baseball dudes like break a nail. You're out like two months. It's insane. Why does every guy have the same lines? I don't have a little personality like yeah. just the i suck at dms is the stupidest line i didn't know I've people were sending that yeah so what is that podcast called it's called like momentum you guys are getting injured so it's like it's weird though because you always have to be on standby so it's like yeah. you can get a call at any point it's like hey you're on the next flight you gotta go minnesota yeah, yeah like um last week it was it was the one and I was like, it was between me and another guy. Mm -hmm. So my agent's like, all right, like, like get your stuff. Like, you might be there in like a few hours. Tight. I'm like, Stop. I'm like, all right, like, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm going to be here. And then I'm like scrolling Twitter. And it's like, oh, you're signed. So-so. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, well, no. that's the other guy. Yeah. It is so cutthroat, honestly. But it's it's crazy because, like, I follow a couple, like, NFL couples on TikTok. And one of the couples, like, talks about how, like, the turnaround is, like, it's like that. And like you yeah. get cut from one team, the ne next team calls you in three days later. It's it's just constant, constant, constant. You yeah. guys are rolling and good to go whenever. Cool. Sweet. Let's do it. What's up? How I'm you doing? good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. It's nice to meet you. It's nice Finally. to meet you. Yeah. This was really on the fly, but um, I had to ask, what brought you to New York? Content. Oh. So, yeah, I'm just trying to record some episodes yeah. while I'm training. Because like, we were talking about the whole football thing where like you always have to be on call. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing the podcast, like I said, for the last two years. Mm -hmm. And I want to have some stuff backed up in case I do get the call. Like, say it's next week or the week after that. Oh. And I'll be busy all season. Yes. So that way I can just have a bunch saved and hopefully put so you'll out. you'll be on the go. So you're a content creator, yeah. athlete, and you're just kind of running the parallels with the lifestyle. I mean, I guess that's the new thing, I right? I love it, though. Everyone's... No, it's, it's actually like, um, it's a whole niche on TikTok. Like, the yeah. athletes that have, like, TikTok, especially pro athletes, it's like a whole thing. And the more that you can show on there, the more people love it. That you I mean, have. yeah, I think it's good for, like, so many guys make more money off the field than they do on. Because, yeah. like, the contracts, A, aren't guaranteed mm -hmm. and aren't the same as, like, a baseball or basketball contract. Yeah. So it's like, how much value do you provide for like a nike adidas or like any other brand of course so it's a guy like juju smith who like went to sc as well like yeah. he makes probably two or three x what his nfl salary is because just... he's great at content yeah he is yeah so he knows he knows like the whole tiktok thing the whole fortnite whatever so it's like <laughs> fortnite. yeah should we do a little bit of an intro actually should we sure don't know yeah who I am? yeah <laughs> over time megan hi guys I, sh I have to forget to not look at cameras um yeah. What what should I what should I start off with? What, what do you do? Yeah, who are you? Um, Is that your real name, Overtime Megan? I was actually born Overtime Megan, and then <laughs> you know my parents were like. This seems a little weird, but Overtime started as a company and they're like, oh, no, no, this is great. We'll snatch her right up. But um, my name's actually Megan Eugenio. I grew up in Boston and I moved to New York five years ago when I was 18, 23 now. Getting there, guys. But um, I've always loved sports. I've always been really passionate about basketball specifically. 
Um, I don't play sports though. I'm really yeah. bad. I don't have the coordination. I look really lanky and awkward doing <laughs> anything uh, relatively athletic. So I always told myself, I was like, I want to work in sports one day. But when I was like, you know, 10 years old, when I really got into like basketball, so sports media, what it is today, obviously didn't really exist. Like social media was a thing. Like there was like Facebook, Instagram had come about in like sixth grade. But all of this stuff that we do now, like being a content yeah. creator as a career, that didn't exist. So I didn't know what working in sports meant. And for it to end up being this was super crazy. But um, I started working for overtime five years ago when I was 18. Um, I sent in my resume. I was like a little office hand at the time. And then about a year in, TikTok was created. And they were mm. like, you need to hop on that and be like one of the first you know, girls yeah. talking about sports. And now there's so many. It's a huge community now. But I so feel you just like, blew up on TikTok. Yeah. And so I think I was one of the first girls talking about sports specifically on TikTok and um, just doing sports related content, me going to games, showing my life at overtime because mm. I was 19 when I started TikTok. So yeah. for everyone to be like, who's this girl working at this like sports media company? Like, what is she doing there? Yeah. Um, and that's when I got signed as talent. And it became which is probably old career. for TikTok now, kind of now it's like 16, 17. Yeah. Now it's like 13 year olds are on TikTok. Yeah. But at the time I was I was 19 and I was like, I'm just going to hop on it. And I think I gained like 150,000 in my first month in like August Jeez. of 2019. So that was pretty crazy. That's insane. Yeah, but for like the time, that was yeah. a lot. And nowadays, it feels like everyone has 100K on TikTok. Yeah, and so it was all what? Sports content? Like you're dancing? Like what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so my <laughs> company actually had me start out. They like sent me an example of a TikTok. Okay. And it was a dance. And it was like the, why are you so obsessed with me? Okay. It was like that. Are you familiar I with like no, the No, I don't. I don't. Oh, I just embarrassed myself. I bet, if, I bet a lot of people who are Did OGs. you actually do that one? Yes. No. Is it still up? <laughs> It's really bad. My first Chris actual find TikTok it. is still up. It's it was, in the archives somewhere. It, it was a transition. Is he looking it up? <laughs> yeah. No, my first my first ever TikTok is still up there. Uh, that was my second one, the dance one. I deleted it and I was like, I can't dance. Like I'm I'm lanky, just awkward. I'm awkward. Yeah. I'm only good. For, I, I did all star cheer. I can just do flips. You and could I dance can though people. if you're a cheerleader or were a cheerleader. The dancing is very like um, sharp. It's not fluid. Have you ever seen like all-star cheer? It's like, uh, 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 uh. Like it's like punching. Yeah, but if you can do that, I feel like you can transition into a different, or is that totally different? I think it's totally so I know, different. Really? I mean, I just, it I don't know anything natural. about dance. It, okay. Yeah, I mean, I clearly don't either. It did not look natural on me. I was only good at all-star cheer and that's <laughs> okay. it. Um, and so I posted there and it was just so crazy because I didn't know, like getting views was like new to me. And yeah. my first video, I think it has like a million Actually, I don't think it has a million views. Your I think first it has, like, video got a mil. No, I, I think like now it has like a lot of okay, views. Okay. I think at the time I got like 20K views in like the first hour and I was like 20,000 people. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine that people like looked at me that way. Um, and it was just such a surreal feeling because I think everyone when they're little always says they want to be like famous. Yeah. So to me, that was like my first glimpse of like a big audience looking at me and I thought yeah. it was the coolest thing ever. And I haven't stopped since, but now I just do it all in sports. So, so. at what point were you like... Yeah, this is what I'm gonna do full time. Um, pretty was it like much, a few videos yeah. in? You're like, yeah, I could do like if I continue this trend, I can like really make it. Well, I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even think about it that way. It yeah. was my company that brought it up. They're like, hey, like you could be talent, and I was like, oh, because you were behind the scenes at first. Um, I was just kind of like an office hand because I was like 18. I didn't. Yeah. I was doing like I was mailing out merch to athletes. I was doing. I was like organizing like addresses of our athletes. I was doing. 
like um, managing social media accounts for like our CEO. I was doing the most random stuff. I yeah. even took out the trash all the time because no one else <laughs> wanted to do it. And I was obviously the one to do it. Um, so I was just doing little things until they like looked at me and they're like, yeah. you got a lot of energy, kid. Just put that out there. And so um, yeah. that's when they signed me is after I got like a couple of followers, they like gave me a contract. And that's when I was like, Hell now yeah. this is a career, which right. I didn't realize it could be a career. Even when that's I started awesome. TikTok, I didn't know. Because I think unless you were like an influencer before, like, you no one knew you could like live off of TikTok. Yeah, it's definitely like a new thing. I heard, weren't you guys trying to do a seven on seven thing as well for football? OT7, yeah. For football though. Yes. Yeah, Um. so I had, I met with one of like the head content guys at Overtime while mm -hmm. I was still in school and they were kind of trying to pitch that whole idea of like, cause I mean, you guys are huge in basketball. Mm -hmm. That's like number one, right? Yeah, basketball is number one. And then we've been You're trying to get more into the football game. It yeah, seems like. we've been diverging. And uh, our new thing is like creating leagues. So we have overtime yeah. league, which is our basketball league, which okay. is wildly successful. OT7 is uh, fairly new. I think we just finished season two of it. But that was pretty crazy. Was, yeah. So what was your experience with like talking to him about that? It's no, great. it was cool. My agent just set it up. It was like a Zoom. Yeah. Um, Do you remember some guy? Yeah, Mark. Oh, Co yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know Cone? Mark. Yeah. Is that how you say it? He's great. Yeah. yeah. No, he was cool. Um, and I guess at the time it was a relatively new thing. Mm -hmm. And so I was just, I mean, I was still playing co uh, college and still like kind of doing that whole thing. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it sounds cool. That's awesome. Love what you guys are doing. And, um, for you also being an athlete and doing content and stuff, when did you realize, you know, you're going the athlete route and then when an injury hits you, how do you feel? I mean, you have all this opportunity outside of being an athlete. I mean, obviously, you're getting better yeah. every day. You're recovering. I assume you're still doing the workouts and everything. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm healthy now. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. And, um, I mean, you still always have to, like, keep an eye on. It's your ACL, right? Or I tore my knee. Your knee my Achilles. Yeah. My Achilles was the last one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The Achilles is the worst. Oh, it's the worst. It's the most painful thing ever. Yes. That's crazy. But and it's the hardest to recover from, too, because it's so hard to strengthen your calf. Like, it's, yeah. I mean, thank God I play quarterback and not, like, a receiver, like, cutting. But basketball is really tough too. I mean, you have the hardest position. Yeah. You have the hard, you have to know <laughs> Thank you for saying little... that because I've had so many yeah. arguments with people who don't think that. What? They need to watch uh, Quarterback PB, on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm also, I'm thankful for that show because a lot of people are like opening their eyes to like how difficult it is. Yeah. I meant to actually And ask... obviously I'm biased because I play quarterback. Of course. Still. Of course. But it is the hardest position. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, and that show definitely opened it up. I watched it on the plane the other day. I really? loved it. Um, but back to what I was saying, I kind of trailed I off need to a watch little. It. Um, do you feel like it takes a certain personality of yours outside of being an athlete? I think athletes are usually so media trained and just so used to just kind of following the path. So, I mean, yeah. doing social media, does it kind of open you up a bit more, you think? And like, yeah, how has it really transformed you as a person overall, as well as an athlete? I think it's kind of changed, like, especially if you're the quarterback of an NFL team, right? Mm -hmm. Like the Patriot ways, like super bland. You have a certain way you're going to talk to the media after a game, like a press conference. And like, we've all done those kinds of interviews where it's like, you know, you win a game, you lose a game. It's like, you're going to take it one week at a time. Like yeah. that kind of cliche. And I mean, it's like, it's kind of overrun. <laughs> There's <laughs> noise out there. Music out there. Um, and I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know if that's really what people want to hear, I guess. And then yeah. guys like Draymond are going and talking, just saying whatever they want after, right after games. Mm -hmm. 
um, the Kelsey show we were just talking about. Which is so good. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's really good. Um, and so like that's, if, it seems like that's more accepted, like actually having a personality. Yeah. And I'm not saying you're going to talk shit about your opponents like 24-7. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that personality. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But at least like saying something, like showing who you are yeah. versus just being like a robo quarterback and just saying like whatever they want you to say. It's so, so amazing because like people, I think all these teams, every pro sport, you know, hockey, baseball, football, basketball, they're all realizing that the personification of of their players brings in a whole new audience. It really like gives a face to their team, gives personality and a voice to their team more than just like, like you said, like the robot interviews, like I can do an example of one, you know, it's a great organization. It's a great group of guys. We put it all, put it all out there in our field and uh, it's yeah. all in our heart and we'll do it again next game. We'll see how it goes. That's exactly what it sounds like every yeah. post game interview and yeah. people like they don't want to hear that anymore. And no. it's just this whole creative freedom in the sports world, which I appreciate so much because then people like me who obviously don't play sports mm -hmm. get to have opportunities in it. And there's so many hats to wear now. But um, I mean, when did you, you started this podcast? You said like two years ago? Yeah, two years. And you told me the reason why was because, just give me the whole story again. Give me the whole spiel. We did <laughs> yeah. a lot of camera talking yeah. before, but I want you to really no, it. So it was like, okay, you're familiar with NIL, right? Yes. So this was what, like 2021, I think, mm -hmm. when it passed. And so we started the podcast actually before that. I didn't know that California would be one of the states that I would, I would that would allow it as soon as they did. Because mm -hmm. at the time, it would be Florida. And so it was. I tore my ACL and I was like, I just got with my buddies. Like we had so much more free time. Or at least I did. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not practicing. I'm doing rehab. I'm still like putting in work. But I'm not like dressing up, going to games and stuff and watching tape, which mm -hmm. require like it's just so much time. And so I was like, all right, let, let's start the show. Let's do it with my teammates. There wasn't really anything that existed in that space for college at the time. Like no one, yeah. no active college player was doing it. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. And it was so much fun. And it that's where it came to be. And that's where yeah. And then NIL now. hit after that. So it kind of yeah. just worked out. It wasn't because of it. Um, and so, because a lot of people started it because of NIL. Because obviously there was a lot of like yeah. money opportunities and whatever. And but it was just fun. It. Like I honestly, I just love hanging out, like talking, like just locker room type shooting the shit like with like yeah. <laughs> cool people interesting people yeah so and you, like, I mean, you definitely have the personality for it which makes it so easy too especially if you're good with talking on camera it's like everyone yeah. should have a podcast I, I know there's a lot of people that people like post on their podcast and everyone in the comments is like why does everyone have a podcast nowadays <laughs> but it's there's an audience for everything yeah. especially college football the most diehard fans oh for sure because it's always like usually alumni it's always like the yeah. grandfathers that have the crest on their shirt their polo shirt their golf shirts and you see them out at the airports in the city or at the games and it's such a huge audience and you definitely tapped into that um have you been to any games like in the south like any sec games no oh you have to i that's you don't like football, goal. huh? I, I like football. I Do like you? football. It's not one of my main sports that I I don't know all the stats of football. I can't no. name you every player in five seconds. Like I can yeah. with basketball, but I, I do enjoy watching all sports. I have a love for all sports. I usually sometimes will say my preferences, but football season is definitely like, it's a memory growing up. Like having yeah. the sounds on the TV of like the intros and you listen oh, to yeah. it and you watch with your family. So um, it definitely holds a special place in my heart, especially being from Boston. Mm. My parents always had the Patriots game on. And okay. I'm a I'm a New York fan though. So I'm not so really a Jets? Patriots fan. I do Jets and Giants. I'm not too biased. Isn't that like sacrilegious? I, a little bit. Uh, yeah. I also support Mets and Yankees because I don't really. Is that allowed? To me, it's allowed. I think when you work in sports, you're allowed to support okay. yeah. multiple teams. Everyone's like, bandwagon. I'm like, no, I just love New York. And yeah. this is what happens when you love That's weird, though, because they're rivals. City. That's like, 
I'm a, an Ohio State and a Michigan fan. Like that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> I mean, if you just love sports, you just love going. You just to all like games. okay, so you don't have any like allegiance to one specific team. It's just anyone in New York. Well, I do. I do for hockey and basketball. I do love the New York Knicks, obviously, yeah. die hard. And then the New York Rangers are my okay. team. So those two teams, I will defend. So those are the top two then? Yeah, I will Basketball die on that and hill. hockey. Yeah. Okay. But I do love football games. But, like, that's the one thing. You got to go to a game in the South, I think. I or any college football game. But especially, like, an SEC. Yes. Like, 4 o'clock. It's nuts. It's, there's nothing like it. And you going to a school, like, going to schools like that and just also seeing the large. I went to a school here in New York City, like, Pace okay. University. So, we didn't have any sports. So I Zero sports? Like, no. Like, there's no sports. Like, okay. in the city, it's just, like, all finance, bro. So, it's all business. <laughs> um, so, I missed basketball? out on that. So, like, what... What first of all, what game should I go to? If I'm gonna go to my first SEC game, yeah. what game should it be? Well, I mean, I went to Vandy, so <laughs> um I, I don't know. It depends. Like I would go to like any kind of like a Bama, like any game. So Saturday they do like college game days. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? So yeah. it's like the biggest game on any like game. Oh, given I see on social weekend. media. I see all it. Right, all. Yeah, there you go. So it's like any of those, like any SEC game, honestly, is gonna be insane. I need to do it. I want to wear the team colors and everything. I got to pick a school. Oh, it's nuts. I want to be on the field. And it's so amazing because any college game is so fun. Like, I go to March Madness and things like that. You get to see all these guys before they go pro. Yeah. Which is, like, such a... It's such, like, a malleable form. Malleable? What am I even saying? A formative That's time a good word, in their malleable. career. Yeah. Where you get to see, you know, how they play before they make it to the big leagues, to the show. And I think that really sets the tone because that's what all the people are talking about. That's where all the buzz comes from. And then they get to the show and like that's where it like takes off from there. But that's where these guys like get like uh, nowadays, especially a lot of younger guys in college get like a lot of clout before they go into the pros. Like back Yeah, then, especially see, basketball. Yes. Which is kind of wild. It's so crazy. Because you're 16, 17 and it's just. You have a million followers. Yeah, I kind of want to ask you because you're involved with basketball a lot. Yeah. My theory, because I've like, I train at my facility. There's a lot of basketball dudes and also football. Mm -hmm. My theory with basketball is that because there's a starting five, obviously, you're one fifth of a team. And if you're like a top 20 guy, I say, like you're almost the whole team. Like you you cannot, like that's make or break. Whereas in football, it's one out of 22 starters. Mm -hmm. Unless you're like Pat Mahomes or something, you're not making that big of a difference. Yeah. So it's like, I think that kind of gets ingrained into dudes early on where like, Basketball dudes do whatever they want. Like, I've, I've never seen anything like guys. Like you'll never catch an NFL dude, or I mean, I actually know some, but on average, you'll never catch an NFL dude like going out the night before a game. In basketball, that's like if you don't do that, then like you're you're off. Like everyone's going out. Yeah, I mean, it's like I, I which is insane. And like, yeah. like you could do whatever you want if you're a star basketball player. It's insane. It's a little bit. I think it does depend on like who you are and how you're perceived. But some guys. You know, some guys do definitely take it a little more serious where like it they live and breathe and die by their sport. And then other guys are like, this is my job. I'm good at it. I love it. But I'm oh, also going to no, have balance no. in my life. So I, I've seen both spectrums with players where it, they're live and die or they're like, I need the balance. Otherwise, I'll get burned e- out. And so like it's crazy. But like I said, like before before they're even making it to the pros, like back then where they used to get famous by going pro, you're famous before you go. And then you have yeah. all this pressure on you. And what if you actually don't live up to it? Like, what do you think about that? Well, at least you can make money now. Whereas <laughs> that wasn't yeah. legal before. True. And so, I mean, that's a big plus. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think it gets in your head, especially like if you're a top 50 basketball recruit. Mm-hmm. You're getting offered like, what? I don't know how much overtime is paying, but like schools are probably giving you like at least close to half a mil. Yep. And 
you like like I said, you could literally do whatever you want. You're the whole team. Like the team can't win without you. It's crazy. But and think, football is more yeah. like the culture of if it's all team oriented. Whereas For basketball, sure. it's more individualized. It's um it's a, like football is just a team game. Everyone has to come together. That's the culture. It's like you have to buy in. It seems like again, it's just more individual, which is cool. Like I'm j- I'm saying it from like an envious position. Like, yeah. I think that's, I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I mean, you're also speaking from a quarterback position. So I see everything that you say makes a lot of sense. Um, but you know what? Oh my God. I had a great point. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, okay. that's where the test of time really stands up though. With mm, like guys the, who make it with the hype. So you're either really hyped up and you take it seriously, use it to your advantage. And you have that very mature old school mindset of I'm carrying these guys on my back. I'm a part of a team. I'm going to contribute, not just because of my name, the people that I think move silently. And what's the term? Isn't it like walk quietly and carry a big stick or something like that? Speak softly and carry Probably. a big stick. Yeah, I got it right. Nick says yeah. Um, which essentially means like, okay. you know, you know what you have to do. You do what you need to do. And there's like a more humble sense about it. So I think those players that understand that, how to remain humble, how to have that genuine demeanor with the game, with the sport and ignore all the outside noise when they're mm-hmm. on the court, on the field, on the ice, all of that, that really speaks volumes. And those are usually the guys that go down um, as like legacies because they last longer in the pros. They have that personality. I don't know they though. There's so demeanor. many stars in basketball who just literally party four or five nights a week. <laughs> you don't say the football guys don't do that? Yeah, not like that. You think? Yeah. <laughs> no, it is not. Okay, what what sport parties the most? Pros. I think oh hockey. You think? Hockey, yeah. Like night before games, dude getting blacked out. Oh, night not night before games, but like no? on days off, yeah. Yeah, it, hockey guys can drink. Yeah, because they're Canadian. Because you're most of them are Canadian. Yeah. They'll drink you under the table because you know Canadian. Yeah, yeah, that's like that. part of the culture for it's sure. Part of the culture, but football. Football, I can see hockey bit. being number one. Basketball a little bit. Baseball, yeah. Baseball too. They definitely do. Because you're just kind of sitting around. You're not really doing anything. You ever played baseball? <laughs> no. It's a lot. It's a I don't lot know, of like, uh, logistics It's hard going on there. to, not that I don't respect it, but I'm just <laughs> saying it's just tough to view it in, in like a positive light when, mm-hmm. like I'm playing football. Like dudes are playing through crazy injuries. Like I have, I have yeah. a teammate who last year, he's a linebacker, his name's CV. Broke his finger. The bone was protruding from the finger. There's photos of it. I think on film you could kind of see like white sticking out. Mm-hmm. Kept playing. Like finished the drive because he didn't want to leave. Uh, got the surgery and then like put a pin whatever. Like a week or two later like he's back in. Put like a thing. Baseball. Dude's like break a nail. You're out like two months. It's insane. Well honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what that's are we, pros I think versus What are we doing here? here? Like I think when you're. No in the pros. Really? Oh yeah. Baseball? Because you're playing like what 160, 180 games or something. Yeah, it's a so lot. that's a, that's also a big difference. They get like zero days off. They get like two days off a month. It's it's wildness. But yeah, but you're also not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like in terms of cardio in the game? Yeah, if you yeah. if you could be fat and out of shape and play at like professional baseball and be really good, then it's like I mean like what are we doing? There, I mean you know? yeah, that the sport though is not about see every sport has like like hockey's about cardio, yours is about like strength and speed. <sighs> Baseball is all like skill. it's skill and logistics. You gotta just know how to hit the ball fast and you gotta know exactly where to pitch inside the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You're yeah. good to go. You gotta know who the pitcher is, you gotta know how he pitches, curveball, all that. And oh, I get it. It's, it's a it's lot hard. of like facts. I couldn't could you play? Baseball? Yeah. 
I thought I could. I've you never played homework. No, I, I never played. Oh, <laughs> why did you the say baseball that? Baseball boys are gonna come for you in the comments. I hope they <laughs> do. I hope they do. It's a non-contact sport. Like it's hard for me coming from football to really like place it on the same level. To you know what I'm saying? It. It's like a different. It's a different. Like okay, I respect anyone who makes it to that level because like I understand how hard oh, it is. Of course, yeah. If you're really good at your craft, doesn't matter what the craft. If you're a really good chess player, like that's really cool because you yeah. put. I understand how much time you put into it. Yeah. But if you're just saying. Like, if you're comparing the two, it's, I don't think it's close. Oh, like, athletic-wise, yes. Football requires weight. I mean, look, yeah. look at you guys. You're all, like, seven feet tall, buff. Jacked. Yeah, like, Yeah, jacked. keep going, keep going. And <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty much, like, you know, if you're if you're under six feet, like, they consider you a little guy in your sport, which is Yeah, wild. it depends what you play, but yeah. That's true. Well, yeah. I mean, I've seen, I think, isn't there... um. Like, isn't Braxton Berrios, who he's in, like, the media a lot lately. Um, isn't he, like, only five foot <laughs> uh, Braxton is... He's a can you look at how tall Braxton is? He's, what, five nine, five ten? It's, um, I know people are talking about him for other reasons, but sports-wise... Yeah, sports-wise, though, Did you see I what saw happened? some comments about, like, him in his position, so... He's five nine. Yeah, see? Brax and that's what you're listed as. And so as, people so consider probably... that... Uh, like smaller in the NFL, but like he's a QB for the. No, 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 no. He plays receiver. He plays receiver. What? Receiver. Oh, cut that out. How did I think he was a QB? I, I shouldn't know. listen to TikTok. I thought he's he was a wide receiver. TikTok what? said he's a quarterback. I thought he was in college or something. Damn. So that's how much you know about football. I'm gonna have to teach you a little bit about football. It's oh, crazy. No, Megan exposed. Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely can messed that up be my our, sports uh, the title all for the, the time. title for the YouTube overtime Megan exposed. <laughs> that's crazy. No, look at no, I, I must be I, stupid. I thought he was a QB in college no, or something then. No, he played I at UM. I swear I saw a TikTok, a sports TikTok about him being a quarterback. This is... So I definitely... He literally played since high school. I wouldn't have just season. made that up. <laughs> uh, no, you just made it up. No, because if I saw him watching a game, I would know who's the quarterback. But I've never actually watched a game with him yes, in it. He was a star athlete at Lesville Road High School in North Carolina where he played quarterback. What? In high school? In high school. No! That's, that's, that's like what ten, I'm thinking of! That's 10 years ago. Wow, you were watching him in high school? No, oh. but I watched, I watched a video of the background of his career and I heard and they the said, word quarterback. I, well, he hasn't yeah. played since, what, probably oh, like eight. Who was the quarterback of Miami? Yeah. Oh, I'm stupid. I, I know that. Yeah. See, I see, We got to... Yeah, but that's like basic. Like we gotta like You never messed gotta, up your basic knowledge with sports? I do nah, all the time. Nah, we gotta we gotta up your football knowledge. <laughs> this is bad. Um <laughs> my boy my boy's uh friends with Brax and we were, we were talking about the whole thing. We're like either he's gonna have like the best season of all time or just completely go down into the dumps and just because yeah. I mean like something like that happens publicly, it's tough. Yeah. Well, media affect we can talk about like how media like affects, yeah. especially I think being an athlete. Usually the way that most athletes are, if they don't do social media, is that they don't really like to interact with social media personas, outlets, because they don't want to get known for something else besides their athletic, like athletic abilities or having a good game. Like if they're known for anything outside of that, they usually you think that's what it is. It. I've like, I mean, I've personally heard, especially I, I've, you know, I've I've dated athlete before and. Um, Usually in the locker room, the general idea is to just stay away from any sort of external media that is not about your game. Like if you don't have, if if you have nothing hmm. to say about your sport, about your game, about anything like that, usually they tell you to like kind of 
stray away from it. Um, even if you're having a bad game, they'd rather you talk about that than really. I haven't out. had those experiences though. It's interesting. Really? Yeah. I think it will. It's like it depends on the organization for sure. Every yeah, organization has I guess their it depends own views on, on it, yeah. and whether they express those or not. But I've definitely depends what you're saying too, that. though. Because, yeah. like, there's certain things, obviously, like, if you're an active player, you can't talk about, like, a guy who's injured on your team mm -hmm. or give away, like, any kind of game plan stuff. Like, yeah. those are the basics. But I think outside of that, or another big one that we had last year with Coach Riley was not giving the other team, like, bullet board material. So, if, like, if you're talking shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, oh, giving okay. them that extra kind of, like, oomph to like yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying it's like always be respectful whatever like that kind of stuff well you're respectful there but i have to ask have you ever like do you smack talk on the field oh yeah <laughs> really? love, yeah for sure <laughs> in the, i didn't realize they talk to each other that much because like i just never knew and watching the quarterback netflix show mm. i saw patrick mahomes getting really into it and was i was really? like oh my gosh you guys i didn't realize you guys talk i didn't yeah. know because they i feel like i never see anyone you just thought up. quarterbacks don't do it specifically or you thought in football, you don't. I thought, well, also, like, quarterbacks, like, Patrick and Kirk and, um, who else was uh, It was Marcus. Marcus yeah. yeah. Like, um, I just, like, you know, and, like, especially, like, Tom, people like Tom Brady. Like, oh, Tom yeah. talks, too, though. Yeah, like, you always think the guys that are, like, the big guys, the big popular guys, the ones that run those teams, the franchise players, you yeah. assume they don't do that for some reason. Really? Just, so no, 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 no. I love it. I, I think, <laughs> mm, if I had to put a percentage on it, for sure, a majority do of, of if you're talking quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, because you gotta think who like who are you talking to? Oh, everybody. But like, who everybody. are you mad at the most? Like, oh, it's not that I'm mad, but it's like, yeah. first the D line for sure, uh, backers, DBs. But then, so here's the thing: sometimes it backfires. So like, I had a game where I was talking crazy. Like, mm -hmm. we weren't supposed to win the game. We were like maybe twenty point underdogs or something. Okay. And like this team was ranked and we had like a few game losing streak. Mm -hmm. So like we were kind of like shocking a lot of people. And I'm like, I'm reckless. I'm like, I'm going deep. And it's like DBs, backers. You're on like a high. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like, I can say whatever I want. Yeah. And the crowd's going crazy. So that kind of just adds to it. And you feel like you're just the man. And then, uh, yeah, they took it out on me. And then, so it's like, that's the issue with like a contact sport. Yeah. You can do like a dirty hit, you know mm. what I'm saying? So it's like, I slid and then I was already on the ground. The dude just like headshot, try to take me out. Yeah. If or it's like, just kind of give you a little punch or something. They can right, do anything right, pretty right. much. Yeah. And so if it's a clean hit, like I get it. Like mm. if you add a little extra, totally fine. But if it's something dirty where like you're already on the ground or like you're already on the sideline out of bounds mm -hmm. and it's like. I mean, that stuff does it. I mean, it's the same in baseball. Like, if you're yeah. talking shit, like, you try to hit, hit the um, hitter. You hit them. But, like, yeah. how far... I know I know. in hockey, they allow you to fight. They allow you to actually knock people's teeth out until you guys hit the ground. Like, how yeah. far do they let you go? Like, in basketball, oh, you can't even touch somebody. Like, don't even touch the other no. player. They'll, they'll, you're out. Yeah. Um. But for you guys, like, can, like, say stuff. And, you know, maybe get in each other's face a bit. Like, when do they step in? And, then, like, when is it, like, yeah. like all right? No, I mean, it ha definitely in practice, obviously. But I guess the the closest it's gone to getting crazy in the league would be the Miles Garrett, Mason Rudolph one where he threw his helmet. Did you see that one? Oh, yeah. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, like, stuff like that. Obviously, like, Mason was just talking crazy to Miles. It's just, who knows what he said. But, like, have you ever come to that, like, Oh, no, no that? one's ever swung a helmet <laughs> at me. But dudes, like, even, like, from Little League, like, my dad always taught me to, like, talk. Like, talk back, but always, like have an edge to me. Yeah. And so like, he'd always put me in the inner city league. So like, obviously like just better competition and just kind of, you got to fend for yourself mm -hmm. from like a young age. I was like four or five. 
Yeah. And so I think like A, it helped me with football, but B, just kind of like have that extra awareness and like just everyone's just oh, talking mm. shit. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And um, like the parents even would like start talking shit to you. The so parents then, are the craziest with little leagues. Oh, no, it's That's insane. It's insane. And, and so I was like, I always played quarterback since I was little and like you're running around scoring touchdowns. And like I would hear on the sideline, the parents are like, and I would wear number 10. So it'd be like, hurt number 10 or like, yeah. like say like crazy things like trying to injure me or like. And like, I remember I won't, cause I used to like return kicks too. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was like there on an Island and they were just chirping, like going crazy in my ear. I'm probably like seven or eight. It's so and I couldn't, nice. like, I literally started crying like on the field. No. <laughs> I remember this. Oh. And I'm like, no, like, why are you doing this? Stop. And then I got to like play with like tears running down my face. Oh my goodness. I mean, it um, made you tougher. It yeah, no, no, tougher. for sure. I mean, that was the idea behind it. And then my dad's like, all right, good. You know, like tough love. You got to like figure out a way and talk back. Like you're not just getting the participation trophy. You're going to like make it yeah. get a real trophy and like you're going to learn how to do this the right for way. For sure, for sure. So like when when you were in high school, when you were, you know, you're playing football and then when you made your decision to go, you went to Vandy first, you said? So yeah, sure. I went to a junior college actually mm -hmm. in Kansas. Um, Which is, I got my, because I know that's a big, that's a route a lot of. Uh, yeah, so it's like the, the Last Chance You show. Mm -hmm. You're familiar with it? Yeah. You've seen it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's, it's that, basically. And um, so Indy was our big rival. I went to Coffeyville, mm -hmm. Just like a random school. And uh, Independence was like the town over us. Big rival. So we were like the camera crew stayed in Coffeyville, Like we we're like the big last episode or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I did that whole thing. Um, went to Vandy for my bachelor's. Yeah. And then I grad transferred at USC. Wow. I mean, so yeah. you have a diploma and everything? You're all done? From, yeah, yeah. Nice. School, yeah. We love that. Yeah, yeah. I well, just, several now because I several. Yeah, transferred a few times. But. That's crazy. I transferred twice. And um, I did like one year at like another college, like a little college. And then Where? I was like, I couldn't do it. Every college I've gone to is like not known though. It's called like Sacred Heart. Okay. Connecticut. It's tiny. So you started at Sacred Heart, then you went to Pace in New York City. It's confusing. I started off at Pace. When I lost my entire college experience to COVID. So I felt like I was always oh, missing out on sucks. something. And um, so I, then I, I was like, I want to go to a real school. I want to be in person. I want to like experience on campus life for real, like yeah. that I've never had. I went there for like a semester and then I was like, I can't do this. Like it, it was like in the midst of my mm. career too, where people were like, you know, they're bothering me at school a little bit. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm going back to online. I'm taking a semester off. Really? Then I finished online and I, I walked graduation this year. So I was oh, finally yeah. a graduate, but I went back to Pace after. So it was Pace, Sacred yeah. Heart, Pace. Um, It's just so crazy. Everyone's college journeys are so wild, but I know I have a strong opinion on education and athletes and sports and just people in general, like finishing education. Do you find it important for athletes to eventually go back and finish their education? Like, do you think it's worthwhile? I know a couple I think that depends. have. I think, it, I, I, would, I think it's nuanced. I don't think it's like you have to or you shouldn't. Yeah. You know, like sometimes, like, I don't know, if you're getting like a random major that you're not even interested in, but you're just doing to play football, then it's like, I mean, why? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you're actually interested in it, it's like, hey, I want to do this after sports. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I think it definitely makes. Because, you know, for a lot of people, unless you're a franchise player, unless you're somebody that maybe had five plus years in whatever your respective league is, I think it's super important to realize like the after after the ball stops rolling, after you yeah. stop throwing the football, like what are you after that? And that's like a huge thing 
or if like you have a career ending injury, God forbid, like all these things after athletes like stop being active athletes on the roster. Yeah. Um, I think it's so important to like find your why after. And so a lot of them go back to school or maybe they start like investing in things. So yeah. like, you know, where do you see yourself in 20 years? Like when you're much older and not mm. an active athlete anymore. Yeah. I feel like I get this a lot. <laughs> um, well, yeah, what am I doing? Deep basically, questions. yeah, I know. Now, okay. now we're thinking. No, no, no. I mean, I think for now. Okay, so a, I, I do really enjoy the content space, mm -hmm. which is like why I'm kind of exploring that, like with podcasts, um, just everything in that world of YouTube and storytelling, which I, I think I have a story to tell. So I really enjoy kind of like putting that out there as well. Yes. Um. And B, so I also, I started this nonprofit while I was in school called Second Spoon. And then uh, I've been doing it the past like three, four years. And so we take like, we partner with universities and um, grocery stores, restaurants, and then we take all their surplus foods, basically all the stuff that they would end up throwing away. Mm -hmm. And for us as athletes, it'd be, you know, like steak, lots like really good stuff yeah. and like pans, like pounds and stuff that they're just throwing away. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like. And I mean, really? you live in the city. Obviously, there's so many homeless people. LA is nuts. Skid Row is like yeah. 50 something thousand homeless They're people. Really struggling with that over there. Um, so that's kind of how I got the idea. And we got like a food truck and we went out and started distributing a bunch of food. No and so like, I don't know if we're going to continue doing this for like ever, I'm mm -hmm. saying. But I enjoy that idea in terms of finding solutions for those kinds of issues, like bringing people together. Um, so the nonprofit space has also been really fun. So. I love that. See, yeah. that's what I mean, though. Like having yeah. that why and that purpose after is so important, especially using your platform to elevate all the resources you've been given, all the opportunities yeah. is so important. I love to hear that. That was a really good answer. You know what? Good Thank you. you. Yeah, I right? love that. There you go. <laughs> that's so crazy. Um, oh, my gosh. I had another question. See, and when I get way too excited, then everything, all my yeah. thoughts go in my brain. I try to like keep them in a list. Yeah. <sighs> Well, what about you though? I'll, I'll flip it to you. Like, is it like content creation or is there something like after that? Which I mean, it's like, it's fine if it is, obviously, because yeah. I, I love it. But is there anything else that you're interested in outside of that? Um, well, I mean, this is all I've known so far, of course. And I did get my diploma just in case because I'm not an athlete. And what did you study? Um, I was in the business school. I was going to go. Mm, look at you, Wall Street girl. I was. I was. Keep in mind. Finance girl. And you were then, talking um, shit about finance, bro. That's, <laughs> I, that's you. I was doing. I really loved economics. I really so I studied loved, econ. What? I studied econ as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved micro and macroeconomics. I oh, think I hate a lot it. of people do. I, oh. You hated it? Yeah, it was awful. Oh my gosh, I loved it. What? Who the hell likes econ? <laughs> Calculating like the GDP you're lying. and all you're that. Lying. Oh, it was so much fun. The hardest no, no, part was accounting and finance. You're messing with me. No, I loved it. Like all what? the equations were just so easy and simple for me to do. And I wasn't ever really that amazing at math. My mom's probably going to laugh at this because I really suck at math. But I could do that. And it was like really tangible for me. So it just made like it clicked for you. That was like the econ, thing so. that clicked for me. Or... It was the opposite for me. I had to like totally grind through it. I, but you got the degree in it. No, yeah, I do. But yeah. I hated it. <laughs> oh, no, of course. Of course. No, it gets to a point where you're like just trying just to get the degree. You're like, I don't even care at this point. Yeah. Um. So I was in the business school. I've never heard anyone that's super interesting that was like, yeah, I love this. <laughs> like ever. Like, and I mean, I've met tons of people at my the school. The next one's going to be even more wild though. The <laughs> next thing I say. So obviously I want to stay in sports. Um. Obviously, I think when you're a content creator, a lot of people want to go to more traditional media. So my yeah. dream is to eventually end up in more traditional media. I love to talk. I think I can put myself more together ver on 
traditional media than on content creation because on content creation, really? I obviously have a lot of personality, but traditional is a little more by the book. And I would love yeah. to be a little more by the book just because I would love to like share what knowledge I do have. Mm. Um, but if that doesn't ever work out, I have my diploma in communications and media studies. I switched it midway through because I was like, this is probably makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But if everything actually did kind of come <laughs> down to the wire and I really had the opportunity and the time and I was in a sp space in my life where I could do it, I would love to go to med school. Actually? I love medical stuff. I watch Jeopardy what? and I know all the answers. Jesus. Every disease, every <laughs> condition, every symptom, every every body part I can name. Like I'm super, super good with biology, medical. All that knowledge is so intriguing to me. But you and didn't study it. No, you just, but you just know from Jeopardy. I just know also just from like <laughs> like life. I don't even know how to explain it. But um, I've <laughs> had a lot of, of instances with like you know friends having conditions and just mm. learning a lot through like uh, family history, my own doctor, my own research. Um, watching a lot of Jeopardy, like I said, with all the <laughs> medical stuff. I'm like, why do I know all of this? Also in high school, I loved biology. Okay. I loved chemistry, all that stuff, and yeah. um. It just all that also seemed to make sense to me. So I know a lot of medical facts. What kind of medicine do you know or just practicing general medicine? Like, do you have um, like a specific? Probably pediatrics. Really? Or cardiology. Working with kids? Yeah. So either one of those two, I think I'm really good at. It's so. a lot of crying babies, though. Crying babies would be a little hard. I feel hard. like that's your entire day is just dealing with babies. Yeah. Or like being able to give a shot to a kid without making them freak out. I think I'd be really good at, even though that's you think the so? RN's job. But I think I it would, would get really old quickly. Like it'd be cool that. for a week maybe. And then it's like, I think it would be stuck in your head. Just a lot of crying. I think once, if I committed <laughs> Sorry, to being I have a, I have a, a bunch doctor, of young it would siblings. be a lot. It would definitely be a lot and yeah. something different than what I'm used to. But that's like if it comes down to the wire. If I'm like, 40. That's like worst case. So you're going to go like to medical school at 40? Case, but it's like, if I'm like, or like 35. Like if I'm 35. You know, it's like 10 years to go through that whole process, right? Like <laughs> yeah. residency. Yeah, or like psychology. I could probably do, go something into that. I love the brain. <laughs> I love all of it. You I just everything. don't know. What, I don't know. That's, yeah. that's like one of those dreams that like really would probably never happen. But in like an alternate life, I'm a doctor. And really? I love it. And it's great. And I'm like using all my health knowledge mm -hmm. to my advantage. And I'm not using WebMD to diagnose myself anymore. So like it'd be mm. great. And my best friend's a nurse. And I love hearing her stories, even though like some of them are pretty crazy and a little like wild and gross. But like, I'm really? like, yeah, tell me all of it. Um, oh, so you were that girl with like dissections. <laughs> that like just love like cutting stuff up, like love the blood. <laughs> that sounds like really scary. It sounds but yeah. psychotic, but. <laughs> like the skeleton and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you love that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, the frog just. Oh, the frog was kind of gross, though. Like, the pigs were okay, but the frogs were, like, You just had gross. pigs? Yeah, we had baby pigs, fetal pigs. Oh, it's kind of cool, actually. Mm -hmm. You didn't okay. do that? No. You do frogs? Yeah. I think everyone does the frogs at one point. Yeah, no. Public school in Florida is lacking. Um, bottom line, if Dr. Megan never happens, I'll probably obviously still be in space. Just, yeah. Just so either ESPN thing. or pediatrics, basically. Yeah, or honestly, I love, like, hockey. Like I said, so anything in the hockey space as well, I would love to do. Mm. You just did anchor. something with the NHL, right? Uh, I do a lot of like content stuff for a lot of their outlets. So like Bauer is like one of their main brands. So I've done some content for them before and events that they invited a bunch of hockey influencers to. Um, and then I was just in Vancouver for EA Sports for NHL yeah, 24. That's what I saw. Yeah. yeah and they just released for the game? their cover their cover today. So that's You're on the cover? Fun. Just... I wish I was on the cover. <laughs> I did snap it around though. I bought some hockey gear in Vancouver because really? they were like, hey, you're going to get some ice time. 
with an NHL player and um, one of the other guys, he's a former NHL player. Okay. And they're like, they're going to teach you how to be a pro. Do you have hockey gear? I was like, no, I'm going to go buy some right now. I went and bought a hockey bag, skates, gloves, tape, no. stick, a bucket, all that. And I actually And have you ice. played hockey or are you just kind of figuring it out on the fly? I was kind of just figuring it out on the fly. But you could skate. Um, well, I can skate. I what I learned being on the ice with NHL players is I don't skate elegantly. And they were like, okay. you got it. They're like, you got to do it right if you're going to skate with us. And I, so they were like teaching mm. me like how to like move my feet the correct it's way. It's like a different make, kind of skating for hockey. Yeah, to yeah. like look better. Because yeah. I remember being 12 and doing Friday night skate with all my buddies in middle school. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so good at this. But obviously I'm 23 now and it does not work when you're on the ice with someone right. who's been doing it a since pro. Like five years old probably. So yeah. that's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, Interesting. And then NASCAR line. after that, right? What? what? NASCAR after that. NASCAR after that. Indianapolis yeah. Motor Speedway. How's that, that was um, that was really fun. Yeah. I, it's I love all sports and like racing's a sport, and so getting to see different athletes in their respective ways. Obviously, the racers, athletes, not exactly the same word, but yeah, it's not football. Um, it's not football. Racers <laughs> aren't football. But you know what? You know what? Those racing guys get like no, you're drenched, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. they get they put in a fire suit. They get trapped inside their thing. They have cooling systems. They have like cooling system in their helmet. They have like a little water spout to drink water because they really? can't take their hands off the wheel. Yeah. And um, some of them lose like 10 pounds in water weight and sweat. Yeah, I heard that for F1. Isn't that wild? Yeah. It's the crazy. I can't even imagine being drenched in like 10 pounds of my own sweat. I think I would die of like sensory issues. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't imagine feeling like that in like this yeah. big suit just encompassing That's actually it super common for offensive linemen too. Like really? a single practice, yeah, like almost 10 pounds. No. Well, cause they're so big too and like, they, they are big. They could probably lose that much. Yeah, yeah. no, offensive they linemen, could it, their but... job is to literally just be- Oh, you're drenched. Yeah, big. if you're like 320 in like a hundred degrees, like training camp, two, three hours in the sun, like yeah. you're gonna sweat a lot. With the pads too, which is like another. But don't you guys get um? You have to make weight, and you pay a fine if you're a pound off, right? Yeah, it it depends on what your contract is. Like a lot of linemen, especially if you're a big dude, you got to stay like under a certain amount for sure. Oh yeah. Or if sure. you're like if you're a skinny dude on the other end, then they want you above a certain amount or like within a range. And usually there's like a there's like a five or ten pound kind of like little like grace period yeah exactly yeah. exactly exactly i think that's so crazy but yeah i, I mean like they keep track like because you win like training camp especially before practice and after practice mm -hmm. and they want to see how much you're losing how many electrolytes they want to give you like yeah. they, they do a decent amount do decent job of like understanding because that's also how you get all your soft tissue injuries too so oh. it's like you could tear a hamstring if you're dehydrated or whatever so, so they then. micromanage all of those little oh facts yeah about your body I your weight's taken like four times a day no and then, like, if you're under a certain amount, the nutritionist is, like, on your ass. Like, eat this, drink this. Like, you're not leaving my side until, like, this is down. Stop. Oh, yeah, all the time. That's I knew, I knew about the protein shakes. I've definitely seen some crazy protein shakes made, like, from, like, people that oh, I know. Oh, so, like, guys who need to gain weight, you're saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I have some friends that, like, definitely, they'll put together the most, like, wacky concoction, and they'll drink it. Oh, it's it just calories, it'll be, like, yeah. this big. It'll be, like, like 2,000 like, calories. How do you it's drink nuts. that? That's, yeah. like, the amount that I eat in a day, which is so wild. Like, athlete diet versus normal person yeah. diet. Um, but for you, like specifically, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, I had a good question. I'm trying to remember. We're talking about ah! we're talking about weight. Yes, weight. Um, um, them keeping track of what you're doing. Fresh memory. I'll think of it. Hockey, NASCAR. It was about what we were just talking about, like with nutrition and things like mm, that. Okay. Ah. Oh! 
Anyways, yeah. I'm just gonna ask you like a question that I'd probably ask anybody. But like, what was your pregame like routine? Like, what is like your meal that you would have pregame? Because every athlete Ooh, I think has like, okay, okay, the okay. same meal. That they yeah, have. yeah, yeah. So the almost the best part of traveling, at least in college, was like the the dinner before the game, mm-hmm. right? And so for us, like anything you want, like obviously grilled chicken, meat, but we would have like these pasta bars. And so like you can like customize it. Yeah. And I'm always trying to get like carbs in before a game because you're going to burn a lot of calories and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, like we had a saying that's like Alfredo wins games. And so it's like you got to get Alfredo. And sometimes like you could even mix it up. You get like a little marinara, a little Alfredo, a like a little pink, pink sauce. sauce. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like spaghetti with chicken, whatever. Just like as many carbs as you can. And it's like, Stop. I mean, I love pasta. It's delicious. And yeah. so it's like your one excuse to like eat bad i guess yeah exactly because the next day like you need it so it's like i can't imagine eating alfredo sauce before i'm gonna actively be going crazy (laughs) in in a game especially being a quarterback like wild for you um but uh, like as far as game day like nothing crazy yeah game day light the grilled chicken is like common but like i I would get so sick of the grilled chicken i'm not a fan of grilled chicken no it's like the word like chick-fil-a people that wear that freaks me out Oh, well, yeah, I don't get grilled chicken at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, no, no, who does? I'm not a psychopath. It's wild. It's wild. Um, For you, though, another just like, this is just random out of left field. I'm trying to remember that really good question I had before, but I can't. But what was like the best moment? What was the moment in your career that you were like, this is why I do what I do? Like, what, or maybe it was like Mm. a good game. Maybe it was like a fan interaction. But this is why I do what I do as far as playing or like off the field? Let's go with playing. Like maybe you have, what was your best game, for example? In college, probably that game I was telling you where I was talking a lot of shit and I got hurt. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. No! Wait, yeah. you got hurt that game, but that was your best game? Yeah, because like we weren't supposed to win. And so you got to think like, I don't know, I guess you don't know much about college football we've established, but Vanderbilt. I just haven't been to a game. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you see? me over here. I think I yeah. have my own whole interview. Yeah. Continue. No, okay. So like Vanderbilt is like usually we're fighting for our lives in the SEC. Yeah. You know? And so a lot of games were not projected to win. Mm-hmm. And like this one in particular, we weren't. Um, and it was cool. It was cool. I, I really like away games though. Because you're like just like exploring. And it's always fun to see like other Exploring? Like you guys see other <laughs> facilities. I would no, love that's, that's not what I was going to say at all. Oh. We don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, because it's like, okay, it's like 110,000 people and everyone's cheering against you. So it's kind of like this, like, villain kind of role. And like, everyone, yeah, like, like, it's so, like, everyone wants you to lose. And, like, and if you win in that environment, it's even more sweet. You're, like, you're playing the spoiler. Yeah. Like, you make a big play. It's almost better just to hear the hush. Than oh, like, yeah. You know, like to shut up 110,000 like drunk people is a crazy thing. Like literally <laughs> it goes from you can't hear a single word. Yeah. Like in the huddle, literally I'm trying to tell them to play. Imagine screaming as loud as you can and then like like you can't listen. You can't hear a single mm. thing. So it goes from that to like crickets. Well, that's why you guys have like it's code nuts. words and code movements, Signals, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah signals. a lot of signals. And then like cadence, like you'll clap because usually like that sound can permeate through like noise better than like mm-hmm. a, like a verbal cadence or something like so that. Or you can like raise your knee up and then it's like, there's a lot of different things you can do. A lot but, of signals. I'm yeah. so, I'm so hard of hearing. I would definitely not do well. Yeah, you'd be like, what? That was actually, so that was the one thing like in the league, because you know, in the NFL, they, um, they tell you to play in your helmet mm-hmm. and with the mic. And it's so hard to like actually 
get the full sentence because it'll be like 25 words and like you just got the install the day before yeah so that's why everyone kind of like has their hands here like because if someone's talking to to you in the middle it's like if i'm trying to recite numbers yeah and then like i interrupt you in the middle of it and you completely forget where you were oh it's that i'm trying to really really focus and then someone's like hey man like what's the what's my route here i'm like dude shut up (laughs) yeah i'm trying to get like this whole and then there's a play clock going on as well so you can't like be that would stress me just out. messing around like, yeah i'd be so stressed out because like it's a whole formation you gotta know what you're doing you gotta know the plays and if i couldn't memorize and everyone's doing one thing and i'm doing another thing i would i would just leave like i would just yeah. walk off the thing at that point. but like <laughs> you guys don't get enough credit for that i think the memorization part of that yeah like screw it's the athletic the... stuff you can be as athletic you want you can be as muscular as you want but if you don't have it in here like yeah. you, you can't be on the field it's not for you but it's so funny because, like, I actually remember watching a game. There was, like, energy like that. And you're in, like, the opposite stadium. And, like, the kicker goes to kick. And mm-hmm. everyone obviously – I think it was Super Bowl. It might have been Super Bowl where the energy is kind of like that. And then it shuts down. Did you go to Super Bowl? I didn't. Why? Uh, I don't know. What was it, February? I wish. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't get the opportunity. Were you there? Yeah. Really? That was the best. Well, I didn't get the invite. It was so much fun. That was my first Super Bowl. And, um – Super Bowl, it was the first, I think it was a historic Super Bowl because it was the first time. Um, it's the one in two, LA. Where the two was it? Quarterbacks, um, there was two black quarterbacks. Yeah. It was the first time ever. So that was yeah. a big historic Super Jalen Bowl. And Pat. It was a good game, too. Great game. Yeah. I mean, the ref kind of gave it away at the end, obviously. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was in the Eagles fan section. So, like, yeah. you know, I, I, I was switching sides a few times. I love Patrick Mahomes, but I was in the family section of the Eagles. I didn't yeah. wear my thing that I do is I don't wear team gear usually because like I usually just because you're overtime Megan you have to be neutral (laughs) I I was at one point I was clapping for both teams but like obviously I was surrounded by Philly people and so I really thought Philly was gonna win it at first yeah I mean I thought so too it was intense was that your first game football game yeah uh no I've been to Jets I've been to I think it was like Jets Steelers I think I've been to one Oh, we got yeah, we gotta get yeah, you. We gotta get no, you to I another to game. Yeah. That was like four years ago. Like yeah, I this need to is... go to a football game. I'm going to one on um I think it's September 10th, Cowboys versus Jets. I'll be there. Okay. Yeah. So that's preseason be... or regular season game? Um, I think it's regular season. I think it's the is that first week one. one. Ooh, yeah. that's gonna be insane. It's gonna be so exciting. Yeah, I think it's week one. Or like week two or something. I don't even know. It could be preseason. Mm, yeah, are you going for content or are you I just think going? Like right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, preseason's right, right now. now. But I think it ends right in the beginning of September. Yeah. You play football. Don't you know these things? No, I said it's a preseason. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know who specifically the Cowboys play week one. <laughs> I, mean, I, just <laughs> I don't have the whole schedule, schedule mer- uh, memorized. Really? Um, That's shocking. You play football. Actually, you think have I should? the whole schedule memorized and yeah. every player and all their stats and what socks they wear on game day. It's actually like a lot of football guys, they don't watch football though. Yeah. No, I know a lot of athletes don't They actually, don't like actually care about the sport. They just just do it they don't know stuff that the fans know i've learned yeah. that it's a crazy fact like yeah like, guys just don't care they don't know I mean, like i grew guy. up a football fan so like i enjoy watching yeah. like the game um but there's tons of fans or whatever that know a million times more than me like I don't yeah know. because like well they know like it's like fan facts but like yeah i think like i think 90 percent of athletes don't play like even their respective video game that like they're like i know like a lot of um NBA players that like have never played 2K. Basketball dudes just watch anime. I feel like what? And like okay, so they play like 2K, yeah, Call of Duty, and just watch anime. I feel like and they just and just go out. Sports. And that's like, it. They go to opposite sports with video games. You think they play Madden? Like the NBA guys will play Madden. 
Yeah, a lot of football guys play 2K. 2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some play chill. Baseball guys play 2K. It's like none of them actually play their own sport, which I think is super funny. And then like yeah. a lot of them don't even know. And everyone thinks you could do the other sport and, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. so funny. They all think like they can like switch off, which is so, you know, that's very Okay, like, do you think it's easier for a football coded. player to switch to basketball or a basketball player to switch to football? Ugh. Let's go a little controversy going. I think it'd be easier for a football player to switch to basketball because they have the strength, which basketball doesn't require too, too much as much as football. But like, I think that turns into cardio, but for basketball to go to football, I think the height plays you at a disadvantage because you might be a little more skinnier than most football players. Yeah. And then also- Like as far as taking a hit, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. and the field length, you're gonna get way more winded because like you're just not used to that. Uh, no, so I agree where football would translate better to basketball, yeah. but I don't think from a cardio standpoint. I think basketball is way more demanding cardio-wise. Really? It's not even, yeah, because you're just continuously running. Like there's no like, I'm getting a play. There's no uh, play clock. Like there's no stoppage. A football play is three, four seconds, True. then you rest. Another like 20, 30. Then like you go hard for basically four seconds. Okay. Well, cardio, cardio aside. But I agree with everything else you said. The hits Thank you. And the the like, the contact. The, uh, yeah, yeah. The contact. Yeah. Definitely, I think would like no. Like some of them, like their their muscles are so like perfectly toned that if they jump wrong, like their muscle snaps and they they pull a hamstring. In basketball. Yeah. yeah and I feel like you guys saying. are Thank trained you. to take a hit. Basketball guys like, are finicky. It was because the way their bodies are, the way that they work out and the way it's that prima they're donnas. trained. Say it, prima donnas. It's a prima donna? <laughs> yeah, they're prima donnas. What's that? Like everything has to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like any little injury or like load management. Now you're going to have the basketball guys coming at you in the car. Just bring it. Us. No, but okay. Like taking games off. Like that's not, <laughs> that's not in the football culture. Like you play yeah. through. And like, I, through, I like, get it. Like, everything. no, no, I totally understand. Like, you want to be able to be healthy in the playoffs, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of pointing out the difference with, between the two. Oh yeah, definitely. Each sport has its own culture and like what's accepted and what's not accepted. And I'm football, just trying to talk I mean, shit. you guys are playing and I can't imagine, I, I always, every time I see you guys play in snow, I just can't <laughs> imagine playing in snow. Cause I once- um, Snow games are fun. It's, I mean, I'm sure it's fun, but like I once got, when we were in high school, we won like a contest to do like a two minute halftime or pregame show for the new year's eve game for the patriots and so i was in high school and we bundled up obviously because we were able to like bundle up we're not like football players and we do two minutes on the field i couldn't feel any part of my body it was ice cold really new year's eve and mm. i'm like how do you guys even while you're move in the cold yeah. i couldn't even move i couldn't even do a backflip like i was supposed to do one my body like couldn't move and i was like sorry guys like this is the one you're time i'll frozen. ever be on the field for the patriots performing and yeah. my last because i can't do anything but that always shocks me. Yeah. You guys have heaters though and stuff. Well, that and you have like coats on the sideline. There's a lot of like other tricks you could do. Like a lot of receivers, they'll put um like surgical leg text gloves underneath yeah. their, you heard that one? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've seen some crazy stuff. Vaseline like on your arms that like keeps you insulated too. Oh yeah. Cause it's just like a layer of like oil. And yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. There's, there's like tricks you could do. But if you're not playing, you're on the sideline just standing there. It's awful. I mean, oh, cause you're not like warming up your body at Well, least. it's miserable. Yeah. It's and there's like a and it's like the linemen they never wear sleeves or anything because like they want to tough it out <laughs> it shows tough. it shows yeah. weakness i guess yeah. then it's like dudes are gonna clown you good for you you know we oh no, not that. me i wear sleeves i mean that's why this is why i just don't even play sports i just i just talk about it on just, tiktok i think yeah. this is the most i've talked about sports though in like a while i feel really? like i've just been kind of 
schmoozing on TikTok for a bit, just doing enjoying. What? Like I've been like doing sports content in terms of like physically. Like it's been a lot of like hockey stuff, me just like snapping a puck around a little bit. But like <laughs> I feel like I haven't done like a long form content like this in so long. So this is really? nice. Yeah, it's fun. I'm a fan. How long we've we been talking? A while. What are we at? Over an hour? Yeah, like right at an hour. Oh, 55 yeah. minutes. Oh, there is a little. It's more like 59. Sorry, the clock a little late. Oh, okay. You're yeah. good. No, but it's fun. Would you think about doing like a podcast or no? I have one, but it's not like this. Well, because I saw something where you're just sitting, just you. Yeah. Where you're just like, you're just going, which is a skill. Like I would yeah. never, ever, ever be able to do that. Just, well, I have my producer next to me, but we so don't just show to her. her. Yeah, she, I mean, she'll talk to me. You can only hear her voice. From what I saw, it was just you ranting. Though. It's me ranting. It's not me actually sitting down, which I love doing interview style. I love talking. I actually, okay. I used to do long form and I think I did it. Wait, this is so funny. One episode I did with Juju Smith-Schuster, and he was great. And then another episode I did with um, Juwan Johnson and his wife, Shannon. He plays for the Saints. Unless you Juwan Johnson. Okay. Yeah. But um, it's funny. I actually had two NFL people on there. So, there but I was doing long-form content, and then it's so... Everyone, I mean, I'm sure some people have talked about it. But, like, it's really hard to get guests, like, to line up studio time to make sure somebody's in the yeah. same city as you, to make sure they're available, to make sure they don't cancel. It's so hard to get guests. So I was like, you know what? Just give me the mic. Just give me the mic. And it's then just, yeah. I started doing, like, um, I started doing, like, food content because really? that was getting a lot of views for some reason. And so I just, like. like you cooking or you. Like, I'm literally just, like, talking about food sometimes. And it's kind of <laughs> funny. But, Are you, um, like, a food critic or, like, what is it? It's just me and my wild food because I, I eat pretty crazy. Like, I. What's I crazy? Like, I have a weird palate. Like, like crazy weird palate. Keep going. Like, I'll eat anchovies straight out of the jar. Like, I don't care. Okay. Like, it, it's, like yeah. It's That's like, weird. It's weird. But yeah. it's, like, wild. Like, I'll talk about, like, all the weird things I've eaten, all my weird food takes. Like, and they're always, like, true. They're just, people think they're gross. So, obviously, it gets a lot of Oh, views. so it's, like, gross stuff. Yeah, it's, like, I mean, it's, like, caviar is not gross. But, like, people on online are, like, ew, fish eggs. But um, I'm starting to change it into, like, dating advice. I don't really have, like, a direction mm. where it's going. Um, I need to switch it up a little bit. I liked long-form content. People really like the dating advice the stuff. I, said, so. I feel like that gets a lot of views. What? The dating advice stuff. Yeah, especially because, yeah, like, love that. you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, I think, when, like, somebody who, like, I obviously, like, have talked to some. It's like the caller daddy route. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. And, like, I've talked to people. I have some great stories of, like, people that I've definitely gone on dates with and stuff. I will never name drop, but I do uh, give stories. Like horror stories, you're saying? And it's never really a horror story. It's more like I got to get out of here. Like, I got to get in the ick. But like do's and don'ts kind of thing? Yes, do's and don'ts. All right, let's, let's go through the icks then. Oh, God. Since, since you already started down this route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, no, that's, that's what I've been doing on my podcast. But if you have any questions about it, I, I can give some You're not going to go through them? Or, can, or, or first thing advice. you see, like, when you meet a guy, either that or, like, certain things, like, certain red flags or, like, dicks. Like, right away? Sure. Follows too many girls. A, check your Instagram. So that's, like, the first thing you look for. First thing. If, you're if I see 20 girls in a row on your following list, the first thing I see, like automatically you're out and you want to know why i know you're not friends with all of them because i'll click on their profiles and if they're in a different city every girl you obviously don't know all these people they're not from your school they're not from your hometown it's oh. a lot of, it's a lot of women okay um fair enough another thing didn't really try that hard on the first date i don't want someone to like dress mm, up there needs to be suit. effort 
like just a little bit of effort like don't wear like sweatpants on the first date i've definitely done that though i'm lying but like I'm lying to so myself. you're being hypocritical i'm being a little hypocritical okay but um like not trying that hard or not even like offering to do something as little as like call an uber for you mm. like you have to like get there and there that's like a new york thing then huh yeah it's very new york actually like, Cause florida no and la <laughs> yeah you just pick someone up oh true that's actually yeah. very new york yeah no i bet well in new york it's more like i'll call the uber to your place and i'll be in the car and then i'll take you oh is that a thing like, like you'll stop star. somewhere yeah really <laughs> okay Wait, that's actually more new york dating like that's not anywhere else no that's really. fine yeah that's funny but like there's so many i'm actually filming on wednesday um with my coworker alex mm. so we're gonna do some more dating advice a bunch. but yeah we're gonna see what works out i don't have a long form like this one anymore but it was fun when i was doing it yeah like, i can talk and you what, can talk what so about like what about like good or bad dms like what constitutes a good dm as far as like advice for a guy good dm I really like something creative or like, does it not matter? Cause I've heard a lot of girls also say like, if the guy's good looking and like, he could say whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's like, true. like if she would want to hang out with him, then she would no matter what. Yeah. Like if you're, if I think like, if I have a crush on you and yeah. I think you're a cute person, I'll obviously answer. Even if you just say hi, Yeah. what not to say. <laughs> and I, I got this today and I was like, don't say this. It's so obvious. Like, like they do one, they'll do one high, you do one high. What's up? Not much. Mm-hmm. Their third DM is almost always, I suck at DMs. Here's my snap or number. Yeah. The I suck at DMs is so annoying. Don't say that. Mm. So it's just so obvious. It's like you don't even try to get to know me a little bit. It's more like they're just kind of like jumping into it, which is like fine. But why does every guy have the same lines? I don't know. But so ask questions about same. her then, is what you're saying. Like, just like get to know her and then ask for her number. Like have a little personality. Like yeah. just the I suck at DMs is the stupidest line. I didn't know I've people were sending heard. that. Hmm? I didn't know people were sending that. I think I got that like four times last week. And I was really? like, what? Are you all sharing the same Everyone's, mindset? yeah, interesting. It's weird. But yeah, the dating life's a whole other story. That's for another episode. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah. Well, all right. Wrap it up yeah, let's wrap it up. Awesome. Thank you for coming. That was awesome. Thank it was great meeting you as well. Me. Let's do this again sometime. For sure. Whenever you're back in New York City, or you can come into the OT studio one day. I'm sure. I would love to. We'd love to yeah. have you. For sure. How long are you here for? Uh, I'm leaving either Tuesday or Wednesday, so I'm going to shoot some episodes in LA as well. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Any fun are you ever out there on the West Coast? Uh, not really. Uh, not like East Coast. Girl. I was in Vancouver and I'm going to Oregon this week, but okay. and, like I was in Seattle like two weeks ago, but like yeah. never California. Interesting. Ever. Yeah. Hmm. No, know, I'm doing like the um, land of unknown for me. Really? Yeah, it's like a zoo. LA. New York's a zoo. Yeah, it's like my home though. Like I'm used to this. You're zoo. from Boston <laughs> or from Massachusetts, right? I, the East Coast personality, I think, only works. It's on a the East different Coast. personality, yeah. West Coast, I don't think I, I don't have. I'm not cut out for it. Mm. Yeah. So I, I stick to what I know, okay. and I stick in my New York concrete jungle. Oh my God. Well, we'll get you out to LA. Soon. We'll get out to LA. And so. a football game. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna have to go to a football game. Promise. Promise. All right. Woo. <laughs> All right. Cool. Still so it's pale.